With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, not quite a circumcised tree. I like local boulder bees. The scarlet V of COVID vaccination. Beans removed, Frank's still in place. Monolith World Tour 2020. And bee excretes that liquidy goo. Wake me up when November rain ends. Holding the tree with tinsel strength. Dogs love pine water. Little linger like a fart in the night. Homeless to dog to guy contact. Yanking on a cow. The gift that just keeps on gifting. Slayer is killing me. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Pizza rolls are the devil's pus pockets. They're the most deceptive little food in the world. You can pick it up and hold it, but the second you bite into it, you burn every cell on the inside of your mouth. Not even hungry now. Bastards. Million dollars, a lot of damn money. This is the morning stream, and I feel fine. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS, the morning stream for Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. We are done with that rancid November month. We're done with it. Ah, things will finally start to be good again. Yeah. Because it's December. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Once November ends, that's how that song goes. November rain, once it ends, you'll all be happy again. See, I got it. That's the Uh words. Wow. It was almost like Axl Rose was right here. Yeah, it's like you're in concert and you just heard them on stage do the entire song and it's impressive as hell and you know it, so admit it. Anyway, it was a fantastic month, but hey, we're moving on. It's time for a new month and... That means a new month of TMS. So welcome yeah. to the Christmas month known as December. That's right. Uh, you know, I feel like um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas around here. Yeah. You guys decorate about stuff? a tree. Oh, tell me more. What happened with the tree? What did you guys do? <sighs> well, okay. So we had a, um, we're, we're, we're fake tree people. Fake tree. Fake tree. Me too. Um, I'm all about and- that. And it's, you know, there, there are things I really, really like about a real tree. And there's really nothing I don't like about a real tree except maybe cleaning up needles and it's really nothing to do with that it's just yeah, we like the ability to um pop it up on a moment's notice not have to go into the woods cut something down or go to a tree place and pick up a tree and get needles all over our car or whatever but um you ever done the thing where you go to the woods and cut one down like the uh uh not me but tina no. has that oh, was okay. that was the norm de rigueur for tina and her family growing up is that uh, they would go that sounds like fun. Um, we never did that. Never a thing we did. So. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. I always just imagined it was just like the uh, National Lampoon's vacation, Christmas vacation <laughs> experience. Yeah. We. I mean, we're, we were uh, fake tree people, but I'm guessing some of those fake trees that we had growing up, uh, maybe more asbestos than you'd like. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So somehow, somehow they managed to get lead paint onto a uh, fake Christmas tree. Yeah. You never know. Anyway, so but Tina, we we've had one for a while, and this this year Tina said, "Well, I think I want to replace it because it's the the limbs are starting to get really weirdly twisted and bent, and a couple of them don't fold down the way I like. So I'm just going to go out and buy a new one." Like, oh, okay, cool. Now, um, 
you know when you see those photos of people who go to the woods and cut down their own tree mm. and they have to get the tree on top of the car but they can't just have like all the branches sticking out so it looks like you know they just basically take um rope and they they bundle down the tree to where it's like this little thin sliver of an arrow of a of a tree yeah right yeah like a little cr- griswold style on top of your station sure. wagon kind of thing sure exactly yeah. uh that's what the tree tina bot looks like when it's unfolded oh that little sliver like it looks like a it looks like a green peen like a pine <laughs> peen <laughs> okay so there's a there's a there's a um, <laughs> a particular uh, sort of knobby uh, point to the thing and uh, well that's okay I wouldn't say it's a circumcised uh, tree oh, but it's, gotcha okay All right. but it looks like. It looks like the tree that you get before you cut the twine and let the branches all spread out. Gotcha. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. It's all mushed And And uh, I've been giving Tina a hard time about it ever since she set it up. Because she thinks it's funny, too. But I think it's really funny. And I said, oh, so this is the model it's made for the uh, single bachelor living in a studio apartment who just wants to say, yeah, I'm good with Christmas, but go ahead and take your clothes off and let's go to the other room. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. Hold on. Where did she, uh, where do you guys procure your, your fake Oh, tree? you know, I don't know where she bought it. I, I think she bought it at Kohl's or um, I would bet that she, she bought it at Kohl's. Okay. Cause we did. So we got a new fake tree a couple years mm-hmm. ago. It's been probably 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. And still using it. That's what's up now. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we got it on, on Amazon. And that was a weird box to get because yeah, because it's huge. It's gigantic, and it's didn't yeah. it, they even even with it broken down into sections because it's got like it's it's a three tiered effect. <laughs> yes, yeah, you assembled. Yep. Even that way, it was this gigantic monstrous box, <laughs> and the UPS guy didn't look happy at all about it. I think that that might have also factored into Tina's decision is. Uh, with the old tree, we had this big box that we had to get out of the storage space uh, underneath the stairs, go around two corners. <laughs> the thing was held together um, with actual tinsel that we weren't using because the box was starting to come apart. Okay. And so instead of like taping it or making some sort of new fastening device for the last five years, we've just had tinsel or, or garland, I should say. Uh, plastic garland wrapped around the box, holding the box closed. <laughs> I was going to say that's some high tensile tinsel that you were using before. Oh, I like how you, yeah, I see what you did it's there. Got a good word usage there, but but yeah, I guess uh, the holly, the plastic holly, will hold together your tree. Okay, I guess. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. uh, that's what we're having to use. So do you hate getting uh, it out? I mean, replaced. getting it out every year is a huge pain too. It's like okay, it where really is. That? is. Oh. And this box is obviously a lot smaller, so it's going to be a lot easier to get in and out. But. Uh, I don't know. I kind of want to just now. I kind of want to go to the forest instead of cutting down a tree. I just want to like cut some branches off a tree and jam them into the side of our tree to make it look more like a (laughs) just to fill it out. Give it some tree. Yeah, yeah, give it some. uh, You know, give it that tree-like quality. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. Are they still? Do people still recommend against real trees because they get dry real quick and can be a fire thing? Is that still a thing with LEDs or is that no longer a, a, a worry? I think with LEDs, they're not as big an issue. And as long as you have one of those bases that has a water reservoir in it and you keep the water reservoir full and you don't have a dog that comes over and drinks <laughs> all the water out of the water reservoir. Yeah, drinking all your pine water. Drinking your pine water, yeah. tree water. Drink that tree water. Um, then, you sh- then you're just totally fine. Like my neighbors kept a tree 
they have two trees uh, and they always go real trees one on their main level and then one in the basement mm-hmm. the one in the basement's decorated with a bunch of packer stuff and then the one in the main is more traditional right. and uh the one in the basement they actually kept going like all the way through april last year just by keeping the uh the water reservoir topped off and keeping did they, that did they keep it uh like decorated, decorated and everything yeah. mm-hmm. oh sure. my gosh wow april that's crazy april <laughs> that was a pre-COVID tree, a COVID tree, and a post-COVID That's tree. right. It's right. Exactly. That tree lasted. <laughs> really did well. Through the dawn of COVID coming across the across the ocean. That's impressive. Um, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, so, yeah, Christmas trees. They're, I don't, when I was a kid, I used to be fascinated by them. Like, I used to think, mm-hmm. this is the greatest monument to the holiday there can be. And now, mm-hmm. and unless somebody else is doing all the hard work, I just see them as a pain in the a, you know. I know there's, and I know there's some great, you know, pagan story behind putting the tree in our in our houses. But the the people who decided to do that, I mean, they're saying, oh, this thing will be just such a beautiful monument to our holiday. Yeah, this will be such a great example. Let's cut it out of the ground, kill it, and bring it into the house. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's put, <laughs> and then let's let it get all its freaking needles everywhere. Let's have it dry out all nasty. <laughs> let's not feel like doing anything with it until February at the latest, right, earliest. Right. Then let's put it out on the on the on the curb for someone else to deal with. Like it's just a funny, it's a funny thing. <laughs> it's a funny thing. We buy, we get one, we use it, and then we throw it out. No, not Tina. Basically with Tina, uh, on Christmas day, as the last people who are coming over to her house are leaving, they're putting on their jackets. Tina's got the box out and she's taking ornaments off the tree to, to go put it away. It's like, (laughs) she, (laughs) she may leave it up longer this year, but man, she is quick to take that thing down. So it usually comes that way too, but this year's weird. She, like I said, she put it up on the first of November. So we've already had our tree up fully decorated for a month and and we're not even, I mean, we're just getting started on, on December. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that'll mean at the end. I mean, usually she's like, all right, that's it. Everybody go home. Nothing to see here. And she'll tear everything down. Yeah. But maybe this year, I don't know. Maybe she'll let it linger, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like a, like a fart in the night. Let it ring. So, um, this isn't something I put in the show notes that I want to discuss, but, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, keeping it up and, and celebrating, just kind of keeping some good vibes going for longer because of COVID and the pandemic. Sure. Done on me thinking about this yesterday with the vaccines that we're getting. And this would almost be a question for Bobby if Bobby were on today, but I guess it's less of a science question and more of a society question. Okay. Uh pretty soon vaccines are going to start to roll out you know we're going to get the essential workers and and um doctors and nurses on the front lines taken care of first and then people who take care of kids and elderly and um uh, nursing home workers and things like that so there's going to be lots of time over the next several months before everybody's vaccinated you and i are under 65 so we're probably going to not going to see a vaccine until may or june probably That'd be Re- relatively healthy yeah. under 65 we're going to be we're going to be um last on the list yeah um uh how are we going to as a society figure out a way that the people who've been vaccinated can start to do the things again that we all can't do yeah um and be identifiable like <laughs> do we you know what i'm saying so like let's say you've got um, uh, nurse Barb, because my aunt Barb is a nurse, I'm going to call her Nurse Barb. Sure. Why not? Um, 
she gets the vaccine. She's now able to go to restaurants or go this and, and not wear a mask and, and stuff like that. Uh, how do you, how does she identify herself to say, no, I've gotten the vaccine without just constantly going, I've had the vaccine. I've had the vaccine. I've had the vaccine. This Can is we interesting. Get, does she wear like yeah. an armband? Does she Do have, we have a uh, ribbon or an armband or a, um, people freak out about, you know, that. like an, I voted sticker, but <laughs> I vaccinated <laughs> sticker. Yeah. And even then, what does it prove? You know what I mean? Like. Right. Yeah. Anybody can right yeah. get one of those. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. That's a really interesting mm-hmm. question. I don't know if there's an orderly way to do it because that's I would want that also. I would want a more. I would yeah. want a organized approach, a top down approach where it's like, okay, the vaccine is has traveled through here and here and here. But the problem is you're going to have a billion outliers all the time. Mm-hmm. Some homeless guy that never got anything and he's just under a viaduct somewhere yeah. and he came in contact with a dog and the dog coughed on a guy and or whatever. I'm not saying dogs can transmit it, but whatever. <laughs> My point is like if you know, like we I don't think there's a way. I just don't I think it's untenable with the number of people we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. But we're we're gonna have a long period of time where there are gonna be some people who are vaccinated, some people who aren't, and and the people who are are vaccinated are gonna want to go back and do the things that they can do. Well, they should be able to anyway, right? Is the problem is for all the unvaccinated, the the unclean, the unwashed, unwashed masses. Yeah, (laughs) we're not going to know, so we don't know if. I mean, maybe that maybe that's the. It can't be entirely the answer because it's already not the answer. But Mm because people who you know, they're people that just have to be out in the public working. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's no way to really do this, but it, it would be great if it was fast enough that the people out doing all the normal groupy things have have the vaccine and that's how you know and then the more people get it the more they're added to the group and the more they get out there i don't know i don't freaking know how you do this mm-hmm. there got to be smarter people than us though that have a plan probably not currently yeah. in oh true man uh, foo says uh well yeah people who are vaccinated can still spread it or can they if they're um can you be a carrier yeah, that is a good question. I mean, you can oh, have yeah, it on okay, your so hand. Bobby Franks is saying the vaccinated people might still be able to transmit the virus. That's still an open question. Yeah. So interesting. Plus, okay. it, even just from a physicality, if you have it on your hand from touching a doorknob and you're vaccinated, well, and you're sure. not catching it. You're still pressing pressing down mm-hmm. on the toilet thing. And now you've possibly given you it to the next guy that. who touches it. Right. Right. So that's true or possible. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a really great question. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Like, like... They didn't have vaccines in 1918, mm-hmm. so they just let that kill millions and millions of people, and just let it have its way with us, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then in this case, <laughs> right. in this th- case, we can do this big mitigation factor, but at the same time, it's still probably going to mean a slow integration. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah, know, like I haven't given somebody... it any thought till you said that. That's crazy. Crazy thought. I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch who said it, but an app on the somebody said an app on the phone, and maybe there's like a QR code that links to a you know basically it's an auto generated thing like your Starbucks payment that keeps changing, or an authenticator, so they can't be like oh I'll just take a picture of it, I'll just take a picture of my QR code and it'll yeah but then uh, everybody and, would have to have the app and you know yeah. and not only that then you're dealing with entire swaths of, of communities who can't afford phones well, who don't have exactly and that, you're so. and you know you're still having people say hey how come you're not wearing a mask well i've got the vaccine prove it oh, let me get out my phone let me open the app yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm in the middle of a pokemon raid can we wait <laughs> can we do it in a minute i mean i would be here's the truth uh 
that I don't think anyone is, wants to say, but I have a, I have a truth I'd like to share. Mm-hmm. After being in China back in, I don't know, whatever that was, 2000 and whatever it was, they, everybody wore masks and it was because they are used to having outbreaks and things, but they also just wore them now as a thing. Now, I'm not saying I want to wear it everywhere. I'm not saying I want my whole life to be masked in public and then otherwise not. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind it if there was a little more mask usage during flu season, during sure. you know other stuff. What's the problem on public transit if you're all crammed in there and people wearing a mask? There's no no reason why we can't continue some of that precautionary Especially. sort of stuff so that we don't, yeah, you know, we- if you're feeling down and a little sick or whatever, put on a mask, get on the train. Maybe just maybe you, you didn't give it to an old person who's going to have pneumonia for three weeks. You know I'm I mean? totally with you. And we, uh, the other aspect you know, we're talking about with the masks that we kind of like, uh, in Colorado, it gets pretty dang cold, as it does in Utah, as it does in a lot of the country this time of year. And um, and the masks are, uh, man, it's like it keeps your keeps half of your face nice and warm. We went to um, uh, a... German Christmas festival with uh, Tanner and Alex. They were in town. Um, decided not to let them stay with us. We basically changed our whole Thanksgiving weekend thing, saying, you know what? Um, having people staying here with us, having people come over for Thanksgiving, we canceled having Tristan and Kay come over and all that. Yeah. So basically, we just said, we're making we're making food bundles. The kids came and picked theirs up, took them back home, pre-cooked, everything cooked. All they have to do is just lay it out on a table and eat it. Um, same for my mom, made her some as well. So we changed all that, but we still wanted to see Tanner and Alex while they were in town. So we went to the German Christmas Festival in downtown Denver, which is a this gated off thing. They're only letting you know small numbers of people, and there's these big um, these lines because everybody's social distanced. It's like really long lines that normally would be a lot shorter looking, yeah. um, because they're only letting certain number of people in there and there were there we were far enough from everybody almost the whole time that uh that felt really we well yeah you really were safe. telling us how um you guys got there early so you probably beat these horrific we lines. totally yeah. beat the lines yeah we looked back and the lines were like down the down the park yeah. but um one of our first stops we we come to this little vendor guy who has all of these like oh. all of these jars of honey in front of him he's a german vendor guy just curious no. Ah, dang American it! Because if you say little yeah. vendor guy, you just want a little. Yeah, what? No. You're trying my. I, come on to try my honey. It's very good, yeah. Like that? No, but I did buy some Black Forest cake from a little German vendor. Oh, that's and great. And he's the, he was the real deal, man. Oh, thank you for coming. We we just don't get so many people here this year, and <laughs> we need we need more people. Come back, bring your friends, buy more Black Forest cake. I love the Germans. Yeah. The anyway, Germans. so this first guy, the the honey guy. Tina's like, oh, actually, we need some honey. She puts honey in her tea all the time. Yeah, uh, delicious Phoenix Pearl tea, honey, mm-hmm. or Phoenix Pearl tea with honey. With honey. Um, and um, she, you know, we're like, all right, well, let's let's see what he's got. And then the guy goes into a spiel. Well, all right, if you're looking for the health benefits of local natural honey, all of these honeys are produced here in Colorado in a spot between Golden and Boulder. It's like, oh, we live between Golden and Boulder. That's great. So we get the local bees. You know, the the benefits of the bees in your biome and the um the um what are antioxidants not antioxidants but the the things that are good for you that (laughs) that can come from making sure you get honey from your from your area from your own bees exactly your own bees we got our own bees yeah and uh so uh 
Uh, he's saying, oh, well, this one here is made with whiskey. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, sign me up. Now, this one has a vanilla stick in it, and all that vanilla kind of spreads out into the honey. And, oh, yeah, and we got this one, and we got this one. And so Tina's like, and he says, all right, if you buy three, we'll give you the fourth one for free. Tina's sure. like, oh, that's kind of cool. All right, so she's like, let's get the whiskey one. Let's get the vanilla one. Let's get um, a jar of the regular, and then we'll get this other thing. And he's like, all right, cool. All right. Let me let me start on this up. And he pulls out his iPad. And he's going, do 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 do, and uh, I'll, I'll make the most expensive one, the one you get for free. We're like, oh, cool, thanks. Yeah. And he says, all right. So, uh, so we take off the thirty dollars. All right. So it's going to be one hundred and twenty dollars and eighty five cents. Oh my lord! For three jars of honey. <laughs> wow, those are expensive bees. Yeah. Tina's like, what? Uh, yeah, no. You know what? I'll just take the jar of uh, the vanilla honey and we'll call it good. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what, why, though? I mean, I don't know. Are they paying each bee? <laughs> like, do they? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's expensive bee vomit right there. Wow. That is really expensive bee vomit. So <clears> I mean, decided... I expect to pay, you know, <clears throat> like, you know, 10 bucks, 12 bucks on the high end yeah. for honey. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred and something. No. That better nope. be hundred and twenty for three jars. Yeah. yeah. That better be from the most famous bee. That better be from, <laughs> that, must, that better come out of ant bee. Yeah. <laughs> ant bee better excrete that liquidy goo. I'm gonna go in the bathroom and keep the door closed so that Opie doesn't come in. I'm gonna be vomiting up some honey. <laughs> Yeah, you keep a you I keep made a, a nice pie. On it's on the counter. And then you have Barney come around. Oh, you got Andy. You got any more of that honey, Andy? Andy. <laughs> let's just let's just, one of these days. We'll just take a uh, an Andy Griffith show, yeah. and uh, we'll cut the sound out, and we'll do our own voices for the whole thing. Got it. Nailed it. Let's do it. Perfect. Uh, well, anyway, that sounds like fun. So I want your honey, even though. It's ridiculously expensive. It sounds, sounds yeah. Lovely. The vanilla stuff. Uh, we're surprised at how little vanilla flavor it's got for for having a a full on. You know, and those vanilla beans are expensive. The jar of those at the store costs you about ten to twelve bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, I we just bought some honey uh, as well, but we bought these little bottles of it. Or Carter did, I should say. She loves this stuff. And they one's really light, it's almost like a rainbow of golden colors. Mm. Really mm-hmm. light down to really dark, and then it explains on each one why this is lighter, this is slightly darker, mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember all the reasons, but the dark one just looked like ground up honeybees. I don't want it. Not interested. <laughs> yeah. Give me the light one, man. And even then, don't remind me where it comes from. I don't want to right. think about all these bees freaking shitting out this stuff and me eating it. Like I just I can't. bees and I have a weird relationship I know that they're crucial for the ecosystem they matter honey tastes amazing I get it whoever discovered that whatever caveman or whoever was like I'm me try bee let's try this ow ow it hurts but it tastes really good it tastes amazing but I keep getting stung right whatever your whatever ancient experiment happened with that good on that guy well done but man just think about what we're eating it's just weird you know, you can boil it all down, though, Scott. I mean, all right, so you're getting the milky drink or drink before you switch to almond milk. I get a milky you know, drink. A guy oh. yanking. Huh? What's that? <laughs> I started doing the, what's their name? Soy give milk. Me, give me, no, the, give me the milky drink. Give the lager drink. Give him a thing of drink. Oh. 
<laughs> the whiskey drink there, Ludol Chumbawamba. Guys, that's what it reminded me of. Anyway, yes. go ahead. Uh, but I mean, you know, there's a guy yanking on a cow, on the bottom of a cow, to make the milk that you drink. There's See, that's a, also weird. You know, it's so weird. They're butchering a pig for that slice of bacon, that delicious, delicious bacon that you're having. I mean, I know. You know, you could boil everything down to kind of being gross when you think about where it comes from, except for plants and fruit and vegetables. Even then, like... It's a I'm using <laughs> animal poop to grow this <laughs> delicious cucumber. Yeah, you know what? You're making a good point. I mean, it's a good point, and I need to quit being so uh, precious about it. But specifically bees, because I guess I'm just I have trouble with insects generally. And yeah, but if you think about it as actual vomit, like uh, I'm not feeling well, time to make some more honey. <laughs> Right. It's not exactly By the way, the we same. did just watch the episode of Fargo with the uh the robbery. Oh and the, uh, with the pie, dude. The po- the post pie robbery. <laughs> the post pie robbery. <laughs> dude. Oh, I wish I that could That was some rough business. I wish oh. I was going through this series for the first time again. It's so good. <laughs> the finale dropped. I'm watching it today, but I'm man, where that and by by the way, where those ladies end up, you just you're gonna Oh really? Okay. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. But yeah, that the the bad pie from what's her name is uh, is a rough piece of business. Oh, from oh man, yeah, that, I, I'm with you too on that character. She is that actress is great. She's so good. She's Oletta, so good. Now, what's her name? Her character name? Um, uh, Odetta? No, Oletta. O- Ora, Oretta Mayflower. Oretta Mayflower. That's it. Or, or June. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either one. She's killing yeah. it though, man. She's so yeah, Jesse Buckley, man. She is awesome. Yeah, I now I now want to watch everything that uh, Irish Irish judge Jesse yeah. Buckley is in with her Fargo accent. Starting to like all the Irish actors that are working today, like a uh, Miss Ma- or, uh, uh, Queen Maeve on. Um, uh, uh, oh yeah, and the, she's Irish. And the, the boys, more yes. Irish people. I say, I think I think the Irish are killing it. It's not just uh, what's his name anymore. I can't think of names today. Uh, uh, dude, what was in uh, the the phone booth? Can't think of his name. Uh, oh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. It's not all just Colin Farrell. We got all no. sorts of Irish coming around. No, I mean prior prior to prior to the nineties, really all we had was Lucky the Leprechaun on our box of Lucky Charms. Yeah, That's that it. was it. That was that our was only yeah for the entire eighties. <laughs> like we had Lucky the Leprechaun for Australians. We had Paul Hogan. Um, <laughs> That's all we had. Yeah. So sheltered in our lives. Yeah. Yes. For Japan, who do we have? We had. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anyone, but you know we had this limited stuff, and now it's great. So more Irish is what I'm saying. Yeah. Bring it, bring it yes. on. Quick email from Jeff Sire up in the northern part of Canada. Uh, well, all of it's north of us, but anyway, he sent this in and says Scott and Brian on Wednesday's show. This is back last Wednesday. You both referred to the term eunuch and said that the wiener was removed. Did we both say that? I know I did, but I can't remember. If I you think did. I did too. I can't remember. Says my understanding of eunuchs is that they have been castrated versus a penectomy, i.e., the beans have been removed, but the frank is still in place. Mm. Not to be further confused with emasculation, where both the beans and the frank have been removed. Yours in Christ, Jeff Sire. <laughs> to be honest, I don't actually think either of us used the phrase eunuch, did we? Uh, I think I may. I have think said we just that. talked about Varus and his spiders and the fact that. Uh, He's got no peen. I may have said eunuch. I think I might <laughs> okay. have. Um, okay. Because I was, I always, when I think of eunuchs, my immediate thought is, oh, their junk's gone. But, yeah. No, and, then, and, yeah. But didn't Varys say where? in Game of Thrones, didn't he say out loud, nothing, he has nothing. 
He may have used the C word, but... I'm as smooth as a Kendall down there. (laughs) My many spiders... (laughs) Are out looking for me because I'm bored because I my I don't think about my wiener I don't have it anymore he says yeah I don't I don't remember uh, I don't remember specifically what Varus has but no I don't either <laughs> and it's a weird thing I know to even think about. I know that uh, you know uh, um, uh, what's his face oh geez can't remember his name holding the sausage when he was oh. when he was torturing uh, Greyjoy Theon uh, Theon uh, yeah um, his name is. Uh, it's the actor from that Marvel thing. He's also in this other stuff, and he played. Yeah. He was on, he was on Misfits for a while. Anyway. He was great on Misfits. Uh, yeah, he was the bastard. So he was the Battle of the Bastards, and he mm-hmm. was. I, it's coming to me. But Bolton, mm-hmm. R- R- uh, R- uh, Ramsey Bolton, Ramsey Bolton. Thank you. Jesus. Yes, thank you. Got it before Baton. I I closed my eyes and did it. So take that. Yes. Chat yeah, room. Take that. We're anyway, smart. but. Uh, yeah, that that was some some uh, threat of uh, peni- penis removal there. <laughs> yeah, or did he? I think he did it. I think he did actually. He did, and that that was the whole like rubbing it in, like yeah, look at this yeah. sausage. Don't you wish you had one? Still yeah. one of the greatest gifts the internet ever produced. <laughs> I think so. Yes, I it's the gift that keeps on gifting. Yeah, it just gets gifts and gifts and gifts. All right. Well, we've done all we can cool. do there. Thank you, Jeff Sire, by the way. Oh, did I lose you, yes. Brian? What happened? You're no, right. I'm still here. Oh, you said, oh, or something like that. You just, oh, you, I didn't think I did. Oh, did I? You just made a sound where you went, oh, and then you looked behind you as if something happened behind you. I looked behind, I thought I heard some noise, like oh. the cat was pulling on some, you know, sharpening her claws on something, but I don't see her. <laughs> you definitely went, oh, like that. <laughs> did I really? Okay. I, I, I believe you, or or said something and I cut it off, or I started to say something and I stopped. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that was funny. All right, now this. Good morning. Good morning, everybody in the news this morning. Good morning. All right, we got we got some news we got to talk about, and it's brought to you by. Brought to you by Soundography. Going up today, brand new episode featuring Steely Dan. Speaking of, speaking of those nether regions, yes, a band that's named after a steam-powered dildo from the Naked Lunch. Um, we listened to their entire catalog, and uh, what did we think? Did Hammond like it? Did Brian like it? We know Brian liked it. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. But mm-hmm. what do we think? Uh, coming up later today at soundography.com. I'd like to assume that Hammond only likes it if the song goes on for 35 minutes. That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, and that it's yeah. like just a, just basically one long guitar solo, and then he's in. That's right. Uh, this one's just not proggy enough for me, Brian. Uh <laughs> He likes his prog. Let me, let me see if I can mention Dream Theater again. Yeah, he likes his prog rock. He'd live in prog. He does if he like could. his prog rock. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all He's right. making me listen to Slayer. By the way, we're doing Slayer. Oh, for, how's that going for you so far? How do you feel about Slayer? Um, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think that there was one band that, like, I could find everything that I don't like in music yeah. all done by one band. But now with Slayer, I found it. Wow. <laughs> I am not enjoying Slayer at all. Interesting. I know he, he's And I like fan. heavy metal. I just don't like Slayer. No. And Slayer. I know that there's gonna be some people out there who don't like who like Slayer who are like Brian, how could you not like Slayer? Listen, I liked Iron Maiden, I like uh um what else have we've done? We've done um man what else have we done metal wise we've done some hardcore metal before and uh, for whatever reason this is the toughest one for me to get TV to Travis says they are atonal would you agree mm-hmm. meaning just like one 
Yes. Okay. And to me, it sounds like a bunch of different people all trying to outplay or outsing each other volume wise. Mm. Like, oh, you're going to go that loud? I can play the drums this loud. Oh, I can play the guitar this loud. I can scream this loud. Uh, Megadeth <laughs> is the band you did before. Megadeth, right? Megadeth we've done, yes. Megadeth and uh, and I was fine with Megadeth. I, I enjoyed some Megadeth. I enjoyed Iron Maiden. I am not not liking <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> the chat asks rightly, I think, do we know any Slayer songs? I don't. I couldn't mm. name a Slayer song. Uh, the one where they're pissed and it's all about the dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. The one, the one where they're angry <clears throat> and sound angry. Yeah, that's the one. Rain and Blood. Yeah, Rain and Blood is probably their their biggest hit. Rain and, oh, Rain like Rain like a King. Rain, R-E-I-G-N, Rain. yeah. Gotcha. All right, well, moving mm-hmm. on. Anyway, let's talk about go. Let's talk about Joe Exotic for a minute. <laughs> yes. You may oh, remember let's. him. Yeah, he was uh, all the rage at the beginning of this pandemic. Joe Exotic reportedly spent $10,000 of his own hard-earned money. I said that without laughing. In yeah. a Trump hotel, hoping for, wait for it, a presidential pardon. <laughs> I don't know how he did this because he's in jail, but anyway. Yeah, right. This is weird. Uh, uh, I guess he was trying to, well, we'll I guess we'll find out. Representatives for out. Joe Exotic uh, reportedly ran up a $10,000 bill at one of Donald Trump's hotels as part of a campaign to persuade the president to pardon him. Joe Exotic and his representatives have been running an extensive campaign to get him to pardon the Tiger King star. They just repeated themselves. That's weird. <laughs> Exotic was uh, convicted in 2019 on two counts of murder for hire for plotting to kill his nemesis, the big cat rescue owner, Carol Baskin. Who totally killed her husband. <laughs> I waited for that. and you Right on cue, Brian did it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it says also he was busted for eight counts of violating the Lacey Act for falsifying wildlife records uh, and nine counts of violating the Endangered Species Act. He was sentenced to 22 years in prison on January 22nd last year. How ironic, 22nd, 22 mm, years. Ironic, yes. According to the representative or his representative, Eric Love, Exotic's legal team have been corresponding with the officials in Washington, D.C. in connection with arranging a pardon from Trump. His representatives have been chasing a pardon since April of 2020 when a uh, coronavirus briefing, uh, Trump suggested that he would, quote, take a look, unquote, into the Oklahoma Zoo's owner's case. I remember that. Somebody said at a press conference, hey, would you uh, pardon Joe Exotic? It's almost like a joke and toward the end of the thing, and he goes... I don't think he knew who he was talking about. No, no. And he's like, oh, I'll have to consider it. I'll think about it. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't going to happen in my opinion, but whatever. No. (laughs) Uh, Part of the campaign for a pardon also included sending thousands of dollars to a Trump-owned hotel in an attempt to get the president's attention. (laughs) Some might call that a bribe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're going to call it what they want in this article, but I'd call that a an attempt at bribing pretty somebody. much a bribe yeah, yeah. exactly uh, an anonymous organizer told the publication that Exotic's team has spent around 10 grand uh, during a visit to the Trump International Hotel in Washington D.C. Mm. Oh, so this wasn't the Trump Tower no. in New York this is the no this is the D.C. one I guess the D.C. one is I wonder how that's going because uh, there was talk that some of those hotels were struggling and that the D.C. one was mm-hmm. the only one doing okay mm-hmm. I don't. I have no idea I'm, I'm speaking yeah, no, no. out of my arse here because I don't actually know. <laughs> it's just a funny thing to consider. Like, you know what? I'll uh, 
I'll go ahead and do that for you, Joe. Uh, I'll go spend $10,000 in a hotel. Let's see. Spa, manicure, uh, steaks with every meal, uh, for dessert. Oh, another steak. Okay, cool. You know, <laughs> basically like the lucky guy or guys or the team that gets to go there and say, all right, our job is to spend $10,000 of Joe Exotic's money yeah. at this hotel. What a rough gig to have just to go spend this. Yeah, That's like exactly. Brewster's millions, Brewster's thousands. Brewster's thousands. Does yeah. anybody need me to go do that for them for Vegas? Like they'd really like me to rack up some points, some player points for them. Oh, uh, just let me know. I'll do it for you. Brian would Whatever probably do that for you. I almost. In a heartbeat. Did I tell you that we just we were this close, like a cat's hair away from driving to Vegas one day while we were gone, so uh-huh. an hour away from St. George, uh-huh. and we were just gonna go and drive up and down the strip and just kind of s- just see and hang out and maybe get takeout somewhere. That was yeah, our plan. I know plan. what you're going to do. You were going to live you you were going to send me live video and go, "Brian, look <laughs> where I am." That would have been the main thing, yes. Yeah, um, that exactly. That is honestly my main motivator, which wasn't enough it turns out. Like gosh, owning Brian is not enough for us to do this. It would it would totally, it would totally pwn me. Scott, yeah. I would have been pwned. If they were 10 minutes away, we'd have done it. No problem. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half, hour. Yeah, that's a little tougher, gonna, give or take. Plus, on. I was busy putting up that monolith in the middle of the desert. I didn't have all the time. Yeah, <gasps> you didn't have all the time, right? I mean, there's, you know, there's. I've digging let it involved. spill. There's... I've said the truth. Oh no! What oh na- dang it! What now? I'm gonna have to atone for my monolith. Have you contacted your uh, artist, your local artist friend, and asked if he, by chance, was involved with? Uh, the monolith situation. I did. I did, and I have not heard back. So oh. I could take that as I could take that as a little something. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That seems like confirmation for me. Yeah. Well, now you so now that it's torn down, there's the uh, there's this new one that popped up in Romania out in the middle yeah. of the field. Looks yeah. exactly the same. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so this is a bigger this is a bigger uh, punk. Than, the plot thickens. Yeah. Yes. They're they're doing it on a, on a grander scale, or someone copycatted the hell out of it, which is probably what happened. Um, and then mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. I don't have That's it here a quick to show. Copycat to do right? Oh yeah, it's super fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe they'd plan to do it forever, and then they just got lucky that the other one got pulled out the day before they showed theirs. I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, forgot. Uh, can't remember now. Um, Romania monolith. Uh, can't remember. Driving can't up and down the strip in Vegas, St. George. Can't remember. There's something about the, the monolith. Best Taco Bell in the world. Something, something about, about the monolith. monolith. Oh, oh! Somebody made a video, so they went down there to see it. I was talking about them yesterday. The the people that claimed to have driven for oh, 15 yeah. hours and then got there and it was gone. Right. Uh, they pulled their own prank. Clearly, because I don't believe in stupid shit. They get down there and there's these two girls like at the base of where it was torn out, and the guys filming, and behind them in a rock crevice is this little like Babadook looking creature, but you don't notice it the first time you watch it, but then a bunch of people did and then you zoom into it and it's got little black fingers coming around the rock and you see his little white <laughs> eyes, his little grinny white face. Really? It's, oh, you need to send me that. They t- I will. And it's weird looking obviously, but they totally staged it because yes, of course. people are weird and funny and whatever, but man, that thing, what a weird way to end 2020, all this freaking monolith crap and having it start yeah. here is just... Well, it's a real treat, Brian. It's a treat. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm intrigued now by the the ever moving monolith. I'd like to see where it goes next on its world tour. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe, 
maybe this is how the time travelers have come back. Could be. And maybe um, maybe COVID was the prevention of some other more uh, world-changing epidemic. You know, like, well, the only way that we're going to be able to stop this, epi- this, this other issue is to create a... Uh, create a pandemic where at least we get half of the people to stay in their houses yeah maybe that's it it's a good point maybe this was their trick oh someone sent this video all right so oh uh, is this it okay cool the captain kipper one i'm gonna click on the captain kipper one (laughs) there it is in the background all right so if you look at the original video it's it's less it's not even obvious like it took me forever to even see it uh, and that's if you scroll down, you can see it all. The hit, TikTok creature. I'll hit there, play. Oh, here's the video I found. Drove the video. 15 hours just to find out the monolith's not even here anymore. Look behind the girls. Okay, and then that guy notices it. But if you look at it, it's this little, oh, little this, creature. Um, yeah, this uh, the video moves. is not playing on the Deseret News site. Oh, it's not. Oh, it worked on mine. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, yeah, it's freaking people out, but they they, they, they freaking stage. To reload without content blockers. This is what you get when you stage things, by the way. You stage, mm-hmm. when you stage something, mm-hmm. it looks like it happened, but it didn't happen because they staged it. <laughs> Exit stage left. Yeah. But what's good about the, the full motion is, like in the screenshot, it just looks like a Muppet or something back there. Yeah. In the full yeah. motion, it is creepy. The hands are like coming around there, and it's just like a weird, creepy moment, but it's all bullcrap. Huh. Uh, uh, all right. This is pretty funny. I like this story. All right. Okay. And we'll check back in on Joe Exotic's plan for uh, <laughs> spending ten grand to try to get out of prison. It's not going to happen, but we'll, we'll yeah. keep on. We'll keep yeah, we'll our. Keep, uh, we'll uh, more news as the situation develops. Yeah, we'll keep our eye on this, and just like we always do, we're bringing the latest and breaking. Okay, here we go. Ty- Taiwanese man sold his PlayStation Five. So Brian, you, here's, here's another guy with a PlayStation Five, and you don't mm-hmm. have one, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't sell it to me. Sell <laughs> it to me. Taiwanese man sold his PS Five after his wife finds out it wasn't an air purifier. <laughs> <laughs> I love Why this story. is that air purifier so huge? <laughs> I love, love this story. All right, because oh, it that does. Sound, that sounds like something that I might do. Like, uh, no, hun, it's an air purifier. Oh, look, I can put a disc in there and play. Yeah, these Miles are it's Morales. a it's a but an upgrade. You put a disc in there for the new uh, version of the software that purifies yeah, the it's air. Air, air fear purifying software. Yeah. By the way, uh, completely separately, I'm going to play this game on the TV. <laughs> it's nothing connect. This is my old PlayStation in the back. <laughs> Just it's what well, it looks like it's wired to this, but it's not. It's fine. It's not this. Anyway, uh, the hype for the release is pretty high. Unfortunately, many scalpers. Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, someone who already had their hands on the console, another storm is brewing. Uh, their wives storm. <laughs> Likewise, a man from Taiwan tried to trick his wife into thinking the PS5 was an air purifier and their for their home. And honestly, if she had never seen one, didn't know what it was for, and had no idea yeah. what was going on, it looks like a Sony branded air purifier. It does. <laughs> I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those pesky kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this story so much. My pesky um, aunt coming over and saying that's a PS5. It says uh, the little ruse. Were, or sorry, this little ruse worked out at first. However, there was an incident where a rat died inside their home. The story, the plot thickens. Sadly, the PlayStation Five can only do so much with its latest gen hardware to, in terms of gaming. Uh, with its non-air purifying features, the console did nothing to mask the smell of the rat. Foiled by Crash Bandicoot. Yep. <laughs> 
The Sony, former Sony mascot, now multi-platform hero, Crash Bandicoot, gets revenge. Right, right. because, wow, the, 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 it's not masking the smell of the dead rat. Must not be an air purifier. Yep, yep. By the way, I hear that's a very good game, that new Crash Bandicoot game. Not the remake, oh, really? but the like standalone brand new thing is supposed to be like a legit good platformer. Like Really? Really well-reviewed, yeah. Cool. It's on everything right. too, so you don't have to get a PlayStation for that. I don't game. have to have a PS5 for it. Okay. Yeah, you can get a, you can get it on Xbox. You can get it on. Uh, Is Switch. it on PS4? It's on the Switch, the PlayStation 4, I believe. Switch? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, they got it on the PC there. Listen, I'm right now. I'm all Shadowlands all the time. I haven't even been able to finish um, uh, my my re my final final uh, eventual completion of Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, you'll which get I will. Never in uh, infinitely never finish. Yeah. <laughs> For Brian, that it, that infinite part of the title means something special to Brian. It means on the <laughs> yes, it does exactly. Uh, all right, so that guy's pretty funny. Well done to that guy. Uh, also that guy. in the news, we got some science in the news. Bobby, if you're huh. listening, maybe you'll come on and clarify this. But the NOAA scientists have discovered a new species of a gelatinous animal in the waters near Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. I'm going to play that. Puerto Rico. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to play it. We are also praying. Oh, this isn't it. Hold on. I think that's it because it doesn't say we're also praying for Puerto Rico. Yeah, but where's the one where he just says it by itself? Is this it? We are also Puerto Rico. (laughs) (laughs) I have two of them. Puerto Rico. Gosh dang. Obnoxious. It's like listening to Steve Martin as Inspector Clouseau trying to pronounce cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, you know that old album, like when we were kids, of Steve Martin on the front with a with bunny ears on and the white suit. Yeah, yeah. Wild and crazy. Was it Wild and Crazy Guy or uh, that might be that might be the title? I or, forget. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, if you open up the album, the actual record album, it folds out into a, like a full size Steve Martin, just sort of on mic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I see this thing in the house yesterday. Like, what the crap is this doing here? I haven't seen it for the album. You're seeing like you found the album in the yeah, house. Yeah, so the funny. album, the album, and the cover are just sitting there with the disc with the disc with the record in the sleeve. <laughs> and um, I'm like, what the crap is this? And he goes, Oh, Nick found it at a at a pawn shop or something, and thought it was cool. So my son oh. is all about this right now. He loves like vin- what in his head vintage is late 70s and mm-hmm. all 80s. And so he sees anything from that era and he's into it Uh, or something like the Seinfeld, uh, the the Kramer painting, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He spent weeks trying to hunt one of those down. (laughs) <laughs> like I don't know what's going it's on. It's like a poster you can buy at Hot Topic still, probably. Is it? Oh, I don't even know. Or Spencer's. I, yeah. <clears throat> he was acting like it was all hard to find, so he found one. <clears throat> hangs on his wall now. Now he's going to hang this thing up. <clears throat> he doesn't even want to hear the album. He doesn't care so much about that. He just wants to have Steve Martin all folded up on his wall. So anyway, just That's a weird funny. thing. He's all hipstery about stuff that I just grew up with. So yeah, um, I I have a great new like I like hanging shit on the walls too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm probably it's probably cropped out of frame, but I have this thing now that I put up over here on my on my wall above my red on air light. Yeah, which is a mention of the red on air light. That's not about the red on air light, of course. But it's a um, it's like a really cool album frame that you can like keep multiple albums in. So I can, you know, 
take that album out. I don't know if you've got it so that you can see what's going on here or whatever. But um, I don't have that much. Of, well, let me see. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at so you. You got your little another... uh, Dewey Decimal System over there for albums. That's right. I can put another album in there, <laughs> close it up, and now I've got a different album. It's nice. Up there. Yeah. Which ones do you keep handy? Like, Is it a set number or is it just whatever? I'm I'm trying to do it because that part does show up when I do Coverville, so I'm trying to keep it to be an album of whoever the focus of Coverville is. But if it's not, um, if it's a a band or artist that I don't know or that I don't have any vinyl for, mm -hmm. then I'll just put in one of my favorite albums like Paul Carrick's One Good Reason or um, AHA's first album or Squeeze RG Bargy or things like that. Oh, nice. But so it's it's a nice, can, that's a nice added, uh, I don't know. Another reason to watch yeah. Coverville is what I'm saying, everybody. Yeah, exactly. See what album I have on my wall today. Yep. Not just an audio podcast anymore. Because I don't have enough random garbage strewn about behind me. Yeah. Uh, I this, need more. This story about this gooey creature in Puerto Rico is actually kind of boring. I just want people to see it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> totally. it's, it's actually just sort of a boring story. Does it look like Ted Cruz? No. <laughs> no, he still looks like the, what is it? The California. The blobfish killer guy or whatever there was oh the <laughs> son of sam or whatever it was. Or the zodiac zodiac, zodiac. that's right yeah and the grandpa from uh the monsters but anyway uh <laughs> totally does. it's uh it's a brand new thing i just think it's interesting when we find new shit and this thing looks totally. like uh i don't know it's kind of a nice little uh it looks like a solosis from uh pokemon generation five <laughs> kind of kind of does <laughs> We've discovered a new Pokemon. I'll put Adam to the Codex or the Pokedex, rather. The Pokedex. Poke Codex. Get it straight, <laughs> Johnson. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, our good pal Justin Robert Young will be here and we'll hang out with him for a little bit and talk about where we are in this there's transition. No period. There's no politics to talk about anymore, is there? It's all done. Well, the politics we'll, are done. I, want, I honestly do wonder how much or what, you know, what does Jerry's stuff sound like? Mm hmm right now after post this post election and yeah. maybe it maybe won't change at all maybe um i i don't know i, I don't know it's not like you know it's not like trump's people are going to go anywhere that there won't be controversial issues that there, there isn't big weird stuff in the senate and things like that so it's not like he you know won't have content but i just wonder if the i don't know i just wonder it's a mm -hmm. thing to wonder about brian let's wonder mm -hmm. together i wonder well we'll answer that question we'll find out we'll find out right after this song that brian will now present yeah, let's uh, talk about a brand new album coming from the band Maximo Park. It's called Nature Always Wins. It comes out at the end of February on Prolifica Inc. Records. And um, I'm digging the three songs that I've gotten as a as a tease from this album. These guys are great. And kind of also in that same power pop, straightforward rock, cheap trick kind of stuff like I played yesterday. So if you liked yesterday, you'll probably like today's as well. Um the, the video that goes along with this is actually really cool, too, so uh, check it out. Maximo Park is the name of the band. The, the song is called I Don't Know What I'm Doing. comes out from their uh, new album, which is coming out the end of February. Here is Maximo Park. I get so scared and I feel such guilt Like when you first drew blood Although the situation is improving Which is confusing And when I work it all out I'll tell you I know you know I don't know what I'm doing Did I pass it on? All the answers 
talk about Pitney Bowes, our good pals at Pitney Bowes. Been with us for a long time. Really like these guys with Pitney Bowes and SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. You can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely. There's a lot of that going on right now. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll have access to discounts up to 40%. That's off of USPS Priority Mail and now up to 62% off UPS daily rates. Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services? That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival, and save five cents on every first-class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Simpro online from Pitney Bowes. Mmm. What is it that's sort of puckering and sucking at the back of my head? The, the witch's, witch's asshole. asshole. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Many Bothans died to bring you this information. This is the Morning Stream. All right, we have returned. We have made our way back. Good time of the show for me to remind folks at home that uh, if you like the show, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash TMS and show us your support. Great levels, cool stuff, things to get in the mail, digital rewards, and just a good old-fashioned feeling that you gave back to a thing you love. So go check it out. That's at patreon.com slash TMS. All right. Justin's on his way in. Cool. You may remember him from such films as. uh, (laughs) I I can't think of a good name, so I'm just not going to do it. So I'm going to play this (laughs) These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Justin Robert Young joins us as he does every Tuesday to discuss the world of politicking. And today's no different. Justin, welcome. Hi, how are you? Hi, can you hear me? Uh, can hear you just fine. Kind of quiet on my end, but uh, I can I can goose. I can goose. Yeah, goose it up. Goose it up a little goose bit. Up a little bit. How's don't that? Goose ah, it, don't goose it like Andrew McCarthy. And good? Yeah, it's much better. Yeah, don't go- Yeah, don't be like Goose himself from Top Gun because he died. No, God, no, he died. Yeah, he Spoiler died. alert yeah. for Goose. Mm. He died. He not oh, only died, oh. but he left a distraught Meg Ryan at a piano at one point. Totally. And yes, that was That's rough. True. Rough. She business. lost that love and feeling. Yeah. Do you think she shows up in the new Top Gun if we ever get it? I wonder if that She's our new Top Gun instructor. <laughs> I, I, all right. So there's, uh, I, I love this class of movies, The Summer That Never Was. Yeah. That is like, if you walk by a movie theater, uh, uh, at least one that, I mean, out here in California, they never really open, or at least like the Regal around me never opened. Yeah. And so there is just like frozen in carbonite 
the summer that never <laughs> happened. And it's like Black Widow and Wonder Woman, this Ryan Reynolds movie where he's a video game oh, character. Yeah, guy. Uh-huh. Uh, their soul, the Pixar movie, but yeah. just, I always uh-huh. walk by and it just, and, and Top Gun, I think is one of them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the summer that never happened, just forever frozen there. God knows whether or not the movie theater is ever going to open again. Yeah. Well, there had a particular effect on, you and yours because you guys usually run a summer movie draft and um what was the point in that this year there is there is no we couldn't yeah Yeah. there was no movies that were that were out and it's like even if we wanted to do it there's no reporting mechanism on like any of the movies that come out on vod like they don't have to report that They, they they report if they have good news and even then you don't even know exactly uh how it's uh, how it's going? Yeah, so that's it's a weird thing. Of course, obviously, winter movie draft in the same boat, right? Can't really gauge it. Like, how are you going to gauge it? Theaters oh, are I winter mean, streaming look, movie draft. <laughs> yeah, the top movies are coming out. I mean, Wonder Woman. As soon as Wonder Woman came out on HBO Max, mm-hmm. um, like that was, uh, uh, I think, a tipping point. Really, the only real major holdout now is. Uh, uh, the the marvel stuff yeah that's mm-hmm. pretty much it yeah right will they succumb and just say all right we'll flop onto disney for well, you know, apparently the first yeah what they're what they're banking on i guess is like they're full steam ahead on their tv stuff so mm-hmm. they're pushing they're going to really push like wandavision they're going to mm-hmm. push winter um, soldier and falcon winter soldier and falcon and then like mm-hmm. when movie theaters come back they'll be there to lead the charge but to be honest i think you know, a uh, 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 Black Widow is more important to the concept of movie theaters sure. than it is uh, Marvel. To Marvel, like, yeah, right. It's yeah. going to get people back into theaters. I, I'm kind of, I'm with you on that. Although, yeah, that well, is, that is that. Like, like they, they, the, the theaters need this probably more because Marvel. Like, if Marvel puts it on Disney Plus, then maybe they make the kind of money, and, and I'm sure they've got their own bottom line. But it's like they will culturally be on the same place as where a lot of the things that we love the most are so they will be fine right. it would be an exciting thing for black widow uh, a, a let's say third tier uh a marvel movie to to be on a platform like that but for theaters that's like mm-hmm. backbreaking like yeah. what else mm-hmm. gets people into the theaters now yeah yeah and i wonder i mean there so in, in in both cases, uh, uh, Soul, not Soul, sorry, in um, Wonder Woman, and what was the other one? Crap. The, Dune, Black, um, no, Dune got pushed a year, which saddened uh-huh. me to no end. But oh, the Ghostbusters movie got put. It was supposed to be. Yeah, oh, that's I'm thinking this, of. Uh, but in, this year, but in the mm-hmm. case of in the case of Wonder Woman, they're going to do a theatrical opener on Christmas Day as well as the HBO Max thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what is that probably just for Oscars so that we can say, Hey, can we get the best special effects since we have no competition right now? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of it I'm sure is, is that although God knows what even happens with the Oscars. I I think at this point they're just going to do the Oscars the way that they have in the past and maybe do special, uh, uh, special allowances for things about the, you know, in terms of theater distribution, but like, uh, uh, yeah, I was joking with with Romney Malco, who put out a great movie, uh, uh, Tijuana Jackson: Purpose Over Prison, this year. That uh, uh, 
he needed like this was the time for him to push for an Oscar because he's going to be one of seven movies that come out. Yeah. It's like <laughs> him, Trolls World Tour, and uh, God knows what else. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah. such a weird thing. What's also weird about it? There's an irony here. And not in a uh, Alanis Morissette sort of irony, like an actual irony. <laughs> an actual yeah. irony. <laughs> where this is a year where th- it, there's no shortage of all of us finding entertainment. Like there's no shortage of us saying, yeah. boy, I sure I wish I could distract. Watch. My, yeah, I got to yeah. distract myself from this COVID business. I'm, I sure wish there was something to do with my eyes and my hands. Video games, movies, streaming everything. Like yeah, there's an unending supply and stuff you'll never catch up on in a million years available to you at your fingertips relatively simply. And yet that part of the industry, the one that awards itself, the one that um, yeah. does the traditional sort of look how much money it made in theaters and we've broken a new record. All of that stuff is just like couldn't look worse. That looks so bad. But over here, it's it's just killing it. It's just a such a weird yeah. juxtaposition. Those two. You know, realities. I was watching uh, the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. I won't go into any spoilers, but there is a a big one of those big, the uh, uh, a pregnant pause moments where a character is named that now you you know is part of this universe. And <laughs> and I was like, now's the time for Disney to overcast that. Like get like Brad Pitt, like just, like an absolute A list person. For that role, yeah. because like honestly, what else are they gonna do? Like, if you literally, if you were a Matt Damon, if you were a Brad Pitt, if you were Leonardo DiCaprio, it's gonna be like two years before people see you in a movie again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, or at least in, in in the big screen, if you could be in one of like in a cultural phenomenon, especially if you also do science fictiony kind of stuff. Like now is now's the time. I'm sure they're gonna go with, you know, whatever. Some somebody who's been on TV and is beloved or was in the cartoon or something like that, like they did with Katie Sackoff. But like, uh, God, I would love, I would love if you just got like Kenneth Branagh or like you know Al Pacino <laughs> or something, just just way overcast it. Well, the, the, are there any actors out there we can think of prominent actors who already have very blue skin? Hmm. Let's see. Mm, I'm sure Rebecca Romaine Stamos pr- probably still has some some mystique stain. On I'm her. sure. I'm sure Rooker hasn't washed it all off. Yet, yeah, so. Rooker could do it. <laughs> that's not a spoiler, by the way, everybody. That's just Zoe a, Saldana maybe still has some. Uh, that's yeah. just spoiler adjacent. What I just did. <laughs> I guess she has blue and green from That's true. both Avatar and Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, it'll be it'll be an interesting thing. I, like what they actually do award season is is I'm not I don't care about the actual awards at all this year. I care about what this sure. looks like. Like what the mm-hmm. heck are they gonna do? Just from yeah. like a gawker at the side of the road kind of perspective, how do you turn this into something resembling mm-hmm. what you usually do? And do you even need to? Should you? I mean, they canceled the entire Olympics for hell's sakes. You can't get more, you know, tradition breaking than that. Would it kill us if we didn't have the Oscars one year? But then part of me wants to see what the hell they make of it. Well, but, but that, the Olympics yeah. is a different thing because that's a massive gathering event from all over the world. Right. 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 Like, like the Oscars, if they do it like the Emmys, is literally just setting up a bunch of webcams in stars' homes so they can uh, uh, jump up and down if they win a thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the question is exactly who qualifies. And if this is, uh, you know, if it's eight movies that are all up for 
these these you know uh, all, all these awards because <laughs> every so category yeah. Yeah. all right well our nominations you know the nominations we've said them all night uh there are nominated films they're all nominated <laughs> yeah. in every category <laughs> trolls world tour trolls world tour oh, right, from please. trolls world tour no, and they, finally trolls world tour they should give it to onward because onward came out in theaters and is infinitely exponentially better than trolls world tour so there's your best picture category your everything category is there that pixar mm-hmm. movie it was only in well, theaters for like then, two weeks uh, soul's gonna come out and apparently soul's really really good yeah so, i've heard amazing things it, and that, it, that it hits might, disney might not plus. even the, be the best pixar movie that comes out this year and wow. so yeah. we we here at the johnson house we like the the christmas day go see a movie tradition we do it every year yep yep and this year hearing that both wonder woman and soul we're gonna be day and date on those two streaming services and that we can watch them here on our own little sound system, on our own TV, and in, in our little basement theater room thing, made our Christmas better because we were like bum. We were bummed out that we weren't be able to do this tradition, and now it feels like we're at least gonna get the newness of the tradition, which is seeing a new movie we haven't seen yet, or or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty stoked about that, and I'm Doesn't glad have to be in the theater. Yeah, glad great. they're doing it, and we'll make our own damn popcorn, and that bathroom would be a lot cleaner. <laughs> and, and the popcorn, the drinks won't uh, cost you an arm and a leg. Exactly. I, mean, that, I, I honestly wonder what's going to like, I think theaters are going to kind of go away. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I think that there, there you will probably, be you'll, a, you'll get some a, boutique theater. Like, yeah, I think you're, you're probably right. I think the, the era of the big theater chains might go might come crashing down because of this, mm. but I think your Alamo draft houses and things like that, where it's a smaller, they don't have as many locations to have to pay for as an AMC or a Regal, um, probably services the, the people. I, I, re- yeah. I really think that the people that are going to get hurt are, are the rural communities are places where it, mm. you, you had to drive an hour and a half to get to a theater because I think those are the ones yeah. that are going to go away. Like yeah. if yeah. you're living in a city where, uh, uh, that was the, the first time that I realized that I had grown up in a big town was when I went to college and there were only two theaters as opposed to five or six. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, Whoa. Oh my God. That, that's not everywhere. Everywhere doesn't have six theaters and have like one, like a few theaters that are just for independent movies. Right. Like what, what is this craziness? Mm. Uh, but I think, uh, uh, and even then it's like, that's, that's a, a, a big town for the vast majority of the country. So I think that that's those are the people that are thinking are really going to get hurt. But then again, what we have now is the over the uh, over the top solution where you're going to get more directly to your television. So maybe uh, uh, there's there's less of a pain point. There. Yeah, it's all just weird is all. And we I think people were predicting the demise of theater megaplex chain stuff for years. Well, before this, uh, this just maybe is an accelerant. I don't know. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, more importantly, though, hey, politics, right? Uh, <laughs> let's just, uh, address the, uh, the chicken in the, in the, in the hen house here. We got how many days till Trump goes and are we any, were you any closer to any kind of sort of like, uh, concession, formal, <laughs> not concession, but like a formal, like, yeah, I'm leaving. I guess that's a concession. Just not the traditional one, right? There's no speech. Yeah, no... I'm leaving would be traditional. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm leaving. Well, what do you, what are you, what are you, I hear you. What do you want? Like, what, what, what are you looking for? And I, I will give you a, a, uh, a, 
how likely that is. Okay, so here here's what I'm looking for. Give me your fantasy. So, okay. so oh, the, my fantasy. The, 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 yeah, the clouds part. It uh, a, a peaceful Scott Johnson uh, drifts <laughs> off to sleep. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. And now uh, uh, the the clouds part. And and what is the dream that you see? I like that you gave me the Muppet version of sleeping. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's what I want. Here's my fantasy. It's not a big fantasy. There's no. There's no bells and whistles, really. I just want. Um, <laughs> I don't know how this. I'm trying to think about how I want it versus how it'll work, and I got to stop doing that. I just got to think about how I want it. So here's how what you I want it. Here's, yeah, yeah, here's yeah. how I'll, I want I'll, I'll it. Give, I'll give you. I'll give you the handicap on on how close how how likely your 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 dream is. Okay, here's what I want. Um, for him to be super depressed about it and just stop tweeting. <laughs> So then, so he just stops tweeting. You he want stops, it to hurt, basically. Yeah, kind of, well, I mean, kind of, I, what I want is the result of that. I just want him to. I want him to feel the defeat and stop tweeting all the time and riling up people who might do crazy things and just just lock himself in there. And you, that's all he has to do. He doesn't Where's even have there? to shake his hand. Is it the White have, House. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to have that time where you know the the new first couple shows up and they do all their greetings and gift exchanges and all that bullshit. Like they did last time at every time that I'm aware of, they don't have to do any of that. I don't want any of that. Just have him lock himself in there. And then when it's time to go, you don't even know when he left. It's just like in the middle of the night, a car took off and he's out. Like just it's, be gone. It's basically like the night before you take possession of the new apartment on the first, it's like, Oh, I guess the old residents have already gone. Uh, they, they, cleaned yeah. up and they just left might have yeah. been the 29th might have been the 30th Who sure knows? there's like a little piece of paper in the corner of the room and there's maybe a leftover catch a bottle in the fridge but otherwise Wi-Fi password left. on a sticky note on the door yeah <laughs> and then you're just left with all right let's, let's go we gotta build we gotta let's start moving our stuff in and get in the house in order like just i want to get there and i don't need any concession i don't need any kind of like i don't even need him to i mean I'd love it if if he found it within his stone cold disgusting heart to wish well uh the 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 nation moving forward and his successor moving forward whether or not he agrees with anything just just let that happen but if not then just don't say anything just don't say anything just it's going to happen anyway so just go and be gone that's my fantasy be gone okay um number 1 it's a very, very, very detailed fantasy for something that you don't want to exist. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a lot of like making fun of the girl you have a crush on vibes that come along with like just be gone from my life. Mm. Just I'm thinking so much about you. Be gone. I don't like you. Be gone. Mm. Uh, that being said, uh, uh. There are signs that, uh, uh, well, at least in terms of the actual like gears of government moving, it, it seems very, very likely that at least in terms of the federal government's transition, there really is not much officially that is kind of different than the way that this would normally be. Optically, it is obviously extraordinarily different because you have a president who has not conceded and is still uh, uh, challenging elements of the election. One by one, these states are certifying their votes. Georgia will likely certify it this week. I believe it was Pennsylvania and Wisconsin that certified, or no, Arizona uh, that certified theirs uh, over the last several days. So we are at a point now where 
barring a flipping of the certification or uh, uh, some kind of crazy fan fiction scenario with the electors, uh, this is happening. Yeah. Uh, however, Scott, what I would ask of you, because uh, as John Lennon and Yoko Ono said, uh, war is over if you want it. <laughs> like uh, uh, this is, I, I understood back when he was the president and, and they were running for and running for for re, he was running for re-election that you might feel that it is your civic duty to pay attention to Donald Trump's every musing on Twitter, but you can just block him and mute his name. Oh, and I've you done probably that. Probably eliminate like eighty percent of it. I've done that. I don't have him. I don't follow him. I haven't for months, and I and he's muted. So every time anybody says anything, it's it's muted. So I've already done that. My my thing isn't that I can't quit him or whatever that is. I wish I, I mean, could quit could've you. Could have fooled me. What I'm saying is no, no. This is this to me. To me, it's this simple. When. I may not follow him or whatever, but I still hear about some of the stuff that's happening. So the Flynn pardon, um, the, uh, you know, a guy who admitted to the FBI that he lied and somehow he gets pardoned. And I understand presidential pardons are just that, but this one's, this one's real screwy. And also yelling things like, this is a giant hoax. This is a giant hoax. It's nothing but a hoax. Does nothing but rile up people that are willing to do, willing to do terrible things for their Lord and master. That part. Like what? Is, like what? Like what? I shoot somebody. Show up at a, a place and so they like shot that, people like those psychos that were going to kidnap the Michigan mayor. And they had a plan B, which was shoot up the 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 I mean, sure. Like, look, I'm not saying that there's not loons out there. There are. Loons but that's what I'm there. saying. And I there were get him out of there. So during can, and after the, the Donald Trump presidency, there will continue to be loons. Yeah, but there's but they're loonier when the when the the leader of the free world is encouraging you. And you feel emboldened uh, by not, that. That's do you have yeah, to admit I, that's different than just being loony, right? Uh, I mean, I guess we get we we at this point we kind of exit the conversation. The conversation that I would like to have from that prompt gets away from Donald Trump's specific odiousness, and we get into a far more broad conversation of exactly how much the federal government can agitate a locality. Yeah. For which I would say that we've probably seen we probably saw more agitation of people going crazy and doing like actually violent horrifying things in the like Oklahoma City bombing Waco Ruby Ridge era than we than than we have recently at least um but that's that's a that's a more general thing where i think what what you what you would like is that we have more of a conversation about Trump's specific odiousness right yeah well i mean i guess what i'm saying is Yes, those factors exist. Yes, we still have those problems. Yes, societal issues are societal issues. But I would just really like the top guy to not be encouraging it. That's all. That's all. So when he's mm -hmm. out, he can no longer encourage it from that vantage point. He can now only encourage it as a citizen and former president. Which is effectively what's happening now. I mean, again, the, the, the thing that I say on the show all the time is that there is no power but future power. Donald Trump is effectively powerless now. Like, like the, the the stuff that he can do now is like pardoning Flynn, which there was like a procedural issue. He probably would have done that months ago if it weren't for the, the fact that there was like a procedural issue of whether or not if he pardoned him on this, that he would have got run up, rung up on some other charge or that they were going to dismiss the charge. And then the judge held it up. So he probably would have pardoned Flynn months ago. 
the, the stuff, anything that he can do now, look, if we're worried about his influence on America, that's not going to go away, or at least the influence to the the granular level that you are talking about, uh, that's not going to go away. He's going to keep doing it. So either if if part of your uh, vexing is that he is continuing to talk and yell and say things that you think uh, is is harmful then that's that's not going to change over the next four years slash until he dies. He's probably still going to be out there yelling stuff. And I'll guarantee you that the, uh, the, all this posturing by like the Brian Stelters of the world on CNN, that talking about like, you know, uh, uh, how the, 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 the diminished influence of Donald Trump on their coverage uh, as the child of a, a, an alcoholic, I've seen that scene before I've watched that, I watched that bottle of booze get poured down the kitchen sink. Like it didn't matter at the end of the day. A fr- like, you know, a, a dependency is a dependency. And they are going to have somebody down at Mar-a-Lago listening to every crazy thing that he says, specifically if he keeps hinting that he's going to run in 2024. No, I agree. All of that's true. He just won't be sitting at the head of the table for now. And that's all that's all I'm fantasizing about. Is there is a change, there is a change in how influential you can be. When you're down, when the power is down and then also history starts to form and people start to go, "Mm, interesting. All right. Well, there's three new documentaries and all of these are behind the scenes stuff we didn't know about. And pretty soon we're now starting to form an idea about a guy who no longer has that power. And yeah, he may try to run four years and heaven help us if that dude ever is reelected. But the point is like you're not doing it from a seat of power. That makes a difference to me. Because a seat of power matters. If you're a parent and you're telling your kid to do something shitty, then you're a shitty parent. If you're a president and you're telling people to do something shitty, you're a shitty president. Like it's it's to me, it scales. And there's a responsibility to to do well in your whatever your stewardship is. And I know he's never been that guy. I understand that. I understand that. And that 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 represents other ills and problems and whatever. Um but I, but what I'm saying is, just like in that parent-child relationship, I, we need the parent out of there. <laughs> we need the kid I, I, to be in good custody. We need the kid to go I, back I, to. Yeah, I, I, I think we're beyond that particular point. What I'm, what I'm focusing on is your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't be because I want you to be better. I would have thought you would be better. I will this be better. I, I absolutely. You are, you, are you are just as keyed up now as you were right before the election. It's because he won't freaking stop. And when he stops, he and won't I mean, ever stop. Stops, That's what I'm saying. Hold you on. Will never stop. Stops in the capacity in which he currently occupies. When that ends, when he is no longer the president of the United United States and all the things that are afforded to him as protections when that's done then I will I, I won't give two shits about what he says at his stupid golf club I don't care because yeah. there's no chance that in five years he's not going to keep claiming that this election was a fraud he should have been president he should have won dude he would have claimed but, it was a fraud he just won. Won. I, I will I will say I will just say x x to doubt <laughs> <laughs> I'm not look, I'm not I'm not actually that fired up about it. I just am counting the days because I just need this transition to happen and be done and move on. The country needs to move on and try to make sense of itself. I'm I'm without all him for in charge. Move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about it. we have Biden cabinet fits that picks to talk about. We have the battle for the Georgia Senate to talk about. 
uh, you, you you said you wondered what the podcast would 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 sound like. It mm-hmm. is still available for the record. So people can <laughs> listen to if you were, if you were there's, there's an easy way to find to, out. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm very glad that you haven't listened to the podcast. But I just want <laughs> if you do want to listen to the podcast, it is still available. It's coming out twice a week still. Um, but there's plenty of politics to talk about. I did not come on here looking to talk about Donald Trump. You you wanted to talk about Donald well, wait, Trump. Wait, you asked me what my fantasy was about him no, leaving. No, you started going on about you said well, well what's going to happen and uh, about Trump and I asked you what your fantasy was so I could I could match it to what I know about the situation as of now. And then we got <laughs> into this whole other thing because you started the conversation about Donald Trump and specifically about how you don't care about Donald Trump, which is why we need to talk about Donald Trump at the beginning. <laughs> of the Donald Trump segment. I mean, the politics segment. Oh, I understand what you're saying. I, c- I could have made it a, a lot simpler just by saying, I'll be glad when he's out and doesn't have, he's not president anymore. That's it. Uh, that's that's fully reasonable. Yeah. Fully reasonable. That's right where I'm at. That's where I'll be happier that day than I am about it Do we want to talk about the cabinet? Do we want to talk about the Senate? Uh, I don't know. Do we, uh, there, there's, a, there's a new coronavirus bipartisan bill. We have a number on it. Yeah. How's that look? Yeah. What Less we than a trillion. So the Democrats <laughs> probably won't go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean for regular old Americans, though? If it's a trillion. What do we all get? We, we get like a couple hundred bucks. Like what's the- I don't believe that there's any direct payments. I think it's it's more to the paycheck protection program and stuff like that. OK. Uh, so for freelancers see. like oh. us, we're, we're screwed. We're just. Oh, yeah. No, 288 billion for the Paycheck Protection Program, uh, vaccine distribution and development and uh, coronavirus testing, 16 billion, healthcare relief, 35, education, 82 billion, postal service, 10 billion, uh, but no direct payments. It is under a trillion. Uh, uh, That is uh, about uh, eight or nine. a billion dollars lower or a hundred billion, $900 billion lower than where the white house wanted to put it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has so far not wanted to budge under 2.2 trillion. Interesting. That's a lot of money. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, no, the initial house bill, the, the, the democratic house bill was, uh, $4 trillion. And that, so, uh, that is so much money. Pelosi said that she was, she was making a grand gesture by bringing it down to 2.2 trillion. And, uh, thus far this 800 and sorry, $908 billion COVID stimulus proposal, which is bipartisan. It's, uh, Joe Manchin and Susan Collins. A lot of the people that were, uh, skeptics of, the current inhabitant of the White House during his tenure and some of the more uh, what 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 passes for uh, 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 cons- uh, you know uh, more conservative Democrats are, are kind of the first people to go along with it. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I need to call out something that was just said in the chat because I just I don't understand this. T.W. Tree says, why does Scott let Trump define him? So weird. He doesn't define me or anything around me. Okay. I can have an opinion about the guy and think he's a rotting piece of shit, but I mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he defines me. There's a lot of things that define me and he's not it. So TW tree shit rotting or FW tree. You either don't know me, which is likely the case. Y'all don't know me or you're trolling. <laughs> so either get to know me or don't troll me. That's my, that's my new thing. 
All right. Wow. Okay. It even rhymes. And when things rhyme, <laughs> they're always they're better. Way, when they rhyme. They're always true. <laughs> they're always effective. Uh, well, all right. This and the Georgia business and the and the uh, all that. Oh yeah. All of that off, stuff's yeah. coming up. So uh, make sure you're checking out Jerry's show because he'll talk about all those things. Uh, Trump be damned. There's plenty of plenty more to cover in the world of politics. Justin, anything in particular you would like people to apply their ears to this week? I think that uh, members of uh, uh, the TMS Nation, Frog Pants Nation, you would all very, very, very well, uh, 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 I think, uh, cotton to the new PX3 show that's going to come out at uh, around midnight tonight leading into Wednesday because it will be the first time that three... Uh, a three-person panel will will unite, and I think Scott specifically. This is very much up your alley. These these other two people, uh, as as frustrating as I am on Tuesdays, I think these other two people will be very 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 much up your alley. Uh, that is Andrew Heaton and Jen Briney. Andrew Heaton of the Political Orphanage and Jen Briney of Congressional Dish. They are uh, both exceptionally funny and smart and engaging. Uh, we've had a great uh, response whenever I've had either of them on PX3. And now for the first time, we all gather together as a unit, talk about Biden's cabinet picks and what we can expect going forward. But uh, uh, I had a great time chatting with them, and that's going to go live on the PX3 show on Wednesday. So you well, can find that at politicspoliticspolitics.com. Then that is a worthy uh, use of your time. So go check it out. Cool. Justin Robert Young. I'm going to play this before I forget. The jury will now retire. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. You remember to play it before he left. I know. I, I would look, I didn't, I can only get humiliated only so many Tuesdays on my memory. So <laughs> I didn't want to do it again. See, I, I would have done it for you, man. I would have said it. You You're know, always there job. for me. And I understand yeah, that, but yeah, I, I got you. I'll back you up today. I'm on, I'm on the thing. All right. Hey, uh, we're done, except a quick note. Uh, the Boob Show, which was meant for Monday, was supposed to happen, didn't happen. We had a last-minute thing come up and weren't able to do it. So we're doing it today at 3.30 Mountain Time. So for all those who are like, well, what happened to our thing? It's happening. So Dunaway and I, today at 3.30. And then next Tuesday, same thing, because he's got the, some soccer thing with his kids on, the, on Monday. So for the next today and next Tuesday, that's going to be the day's uh, for the boop show but back to mondays after that so just letting you guys know today 3 30 um come and check us out at frogpants.tv uh, for everything else frogpants.com slash tms and if you're trying to email us like jeff did earlier in the show you can do that real easily just use your email program of choice and send it to the morning stream at gmail.com brian that's it yes sir we're done We've let's done get out of here and uh before doing so let's play a song do you have one I do. Lewis wrote in. I think it's Lewis or Louie wrote in and said, Hi, it'll be my birthday on December 1st. That's today. And I'd love it if you could play a cover for me <clears throat> anytime around that date. Recently, I've stumbled across Puddle's Pity Party and have been listening to many of his covers. If you can, anything by the seven foot sad clown would be great. Many thanks. Nice. Well, sure. Happy to do that because I am I also am a fan of uh, Puddle's Pity Party. Um, I think this might have been the first or second thing I ever heard from him because it was a postmodern jukebox um, 
uh, a song that featured him on vocals. It wasn't just him alone. It was him as a guest vocalist for uh, Postmodern Jukebox. It goes all the way back to 2013, seven years of Puddle's Pity Party I've been enjoying. Wow. Um, this uh, is a cover, uh, as I mentioned, of, uh, uh, or by Postmodern Jukebox featuring Puddle's Pity Party of the song by Lord. Here is Royals. See you guys tomorrow. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings In the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town No postcode envy But every song's like gold teeth Grey goose tripping in the bathroom Stains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room We don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like Crystal Maybach Diamonds on your timepiece Jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash We don't care We aren't caught up in your love affair And we'll never be My friends and I, we've cracked the code We count our dollars on the train to the party And everyone who knows us knows We're fine with Songs like gold teeth, gray goose tripping in the bathroom, blood stains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. We don't care. We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams, but everybody's like crystal made back diamonds on your timepiece, jet planes, or tigers on a gold leash. We don't care. We aren't caught up in your love affair.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Don't care about no bandage-wrapped mummy.